Who can it be now? Well, it's me. That's who. It's me, Harlan Williams, here on the Harlan Highway podcast. Only the juiciest podcast on planet Earth. Well, who says that? I do, because I'm the juice master. Uh, thanks for being here, uh, Pavement Pounders and uh, friends and fans and everyone who's listening. Great to have you here. Um, what a show, man. Holy, Does the word scoop mean anything to anybody? And I'm not talking about at Baskin-Robbins. I'm talking about getting the scoop. Guess who we have on the show today? Queen Elizabeth. This is one of the first, if not the first, interview with the Queen since the royal baby was born. The new baby George, Prince William's new son, grandson to Lady Diana. Unbelievable. We have uh, we have an interview with her. Also, I'm going to be talking about my new sitcom, which really is coming out this time. I know they've switched the dates around, but I'm going to tell you where you can see it and how to see it and where it's playing. Uh, my new sitcom called Package Deal. Uh, very funny show. And then we're going to be talking about some freaky science, man, some technology and some science that just occurred. I'm going to be reading you a story, and it's going to change the world. It's going to change everything. Well, I take it back. The world's already been changed by the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. I will look for you. Does your mother know what you're doing for a living? The Harland Highway. Hey-o! I will find you. My mom always said, you can't handle the truth! <laughs> Okay, this opening story I'm going to talk to you about is is scary and uh, enthralling and amazing and kind of like this is the beginnings of what's about to happen in the future. Listen to this story that I, I got out of USA Today. Um, here's the headline, Brain Control of Motion Demonstrated. Okay? Shades of Darth Vader and Demonic Possession. Brain researchers say that for the first time, one person has remotely triggered another person's movement a flicking finger through a signal sent to him by thought. Yikes! You got to hear this, man. It's it's amazing. On August twelfth, University of Washington researchers uh, sent the finger flicking brain signal to a colleague. Okay, so there was one guy uh, who sent another signal from his brain to another guy in a demonstration of human to human brain signaling. Um, And this announcement follows a rapid series of advances in the field of brain-computer interfaces. Okay, how ominous does that sound? Devices that read brain signals and typically try to translate them into motions in robotic prosthetic arms or legs. Paralyzed patients demonstrated the control of robot arms using signals 
from brain implants last year. So basically, there was a, a uh, bunch of successful tests where a, uh, a person with a prosthetic limb or arm uh, could channel their brain waves into the, uh, the wiring and the computer uh, technology in the prosthetic so that if the human thought they could close their fingers, these impulses would run through the technology and the robotic prosthetic arm would close its fingers. You following me? Um, so now uh, it sounds like that they've taken this to another, uh, another level. Um, these researchers at Duke University and Harvard have demonstrated the transfer of brain signals between rats and from a person to a rat as well. What kind of brain signal would a human send to a rat? How about you're ugly, you're creepy, you're dirty, kill yourself. Suicide, suicide, suicide. And the rat's like, why do I feel so depressed? Why do I want to jump off a bridge? Why do I want to jump in that ceiling fan? Who is putting these thoughts in my head? Um. So this so-called transcranial magnetic stimulation, which sends magnetic pulses to the brain, has become a treatment for neurological ailments such as Parkinson's disease. Okay, and here's where it gets weird, man. They, they have a video of the experiment where it shows one guy observing a cannon-firing video game while wearing an electrical brain signal reading cap. Again, I'm just going to say ominous. How many of you at home have an electrical brain signal reading cap? Okay, so this guy has this on, and by imagining his right finger flicking during the game, he triggered the actual motion in the other guy's brain who sat in a distant lab wearing a cap designed to send magnetic stimulation signals to his brain. In effect, the one guy's thought was transferred across the campus via the Internet to trigger the motion in the other guy's brain who described it as feeling like an involuntary switch. Are you kidding me, guys? This is, this is kind of creepy. And they quote, the Internet was a way to connect computers, and now it can be a way to connect brains. We want to take the knowledge of a brain and transmit it directly from brain to brain. Researchers have received approval from the university's medical ethics board uh, before proceeding with the experiment. What they did is kind of like using a phone signal to trigger a magnetic jolt to the brain. It's not a true brain-to-brain -brain interface where you would have communication of signals between people. This is one way. So I would say it's a little early to declare victory on creating a true human-brain interface. Um, It's, I think that's incredible, though. I mean, sorry if I've, I'm going a little slow here. I'm just reading this thing, but are you are you kidding me, guys? I mean, that is that is wicked. You know that that's the that's the danger and the beauty of this 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 age we live in. 
you know it's it's like we're all buzzing about Google Glass, okay? There's a new, if you haven't, haven't heard about Google Glass, it's a new set of glasses that is about to come out in 2014 by Google where all your Internet stuff is right on the lens of the glass. You can do your phone calls. You can take your pictures. You can do your GPS. You can read your emails. It all just streams on the on the glass lens and the glasses on your face, so you don't have to pick up your phone. You don't have to sit at your desk and be on your computer. You can be walking down the street. You can be driving. You can be in a movie. And there's all kinds of buzz about that because it's about to come out. And then you read a story like this, and you're like, who gives a crap about glasses? Um, I can take my Apple uh, PowerBook Pro, my MacBook Pro, and I can just connect to your brain and read your thoughts and make you do stuff. Like, I'm a little low on cash, so the next time we Skype, I think I'm going to have you get up and go rob a 7-Eleven for me. And, yeah, you'll get blamed, but, uh, you know, I'll tell you where to hide the money before you get caught, and you won't remember doing it. But, hey, I'm your best friend. Let's Skype. Hey, what's up? FaceTime. FaceTime, invade your brain time. It's pretty spooky. It's pretty weird. It's pretty cool. I mean, you know, right now we have things like Twitter and Google and Facebook. What about in 10 years? What about in five years when there's a site similar to Twitter, similar to Facebook, but it's called Brain Connect? And you voluntarily join this website the way you'd join Facebook. And it's to interface with other people's brains. You know, you, you give approval. You put on your brain helmet. <laughs> you put on the old brain helmet and suddenly you're inside the head of some guy in Australia. You know, a crab fisherman off the coast of Perth. Hey, mate, you ever wondered what it was like to pull a lobster up from the bottom of the sea? Well, now you're in my head and you're about to find out, mate. Okay, thanks, Captain Grindface. <laughs> it's pretty freaky. And here's what's even weirder to me. Okay, this is taking it further down the road. There's been suggestions that, you know, the aliens, that your standard alien you see with the bulbous head and the almond-shaped eyes, kind of the stereotypical alien imagery that, that's been created out there. I've seen and read things where it's been suggested that those guys all look the same, okay, and their heads are so big because they don't speak. They just communicate with their brains, and when you think about it, the beauty of a human being is really in the brain. I mean, it's about the thoughts. It's about who they are. It's their nerve center. It's their personality. It's their beliefs. And they, they, they it's been suggested that those big bulbous-headed aliens just uh, telepathically communicate with each other. Everybody kind of feels each other and mentally connects and and as far out as that sounds, when you hear about apparatus like this that's coming down the pipe, you go, where does that go? I mean, take your basic cell phone 10 years ago. Okay, you could dial it and you could make a phone call. That was it. And people were like, this is amazing. Oh, my God. 
This is amazing. I can I can be uh, at my cottage where there's no phone service and I can call someone in Australia. And then iPhone comes along 10 years later and now look at what a phone can do. Your 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 cell phone can do anything. So here we have two guys that are are tapping into each other's brains. We're at the very beginning of that. Where does that go to? What what's the iPhone version of the brain helmet, guys? And I'm I'm going to take a leap here and say it's not even a helmet. It becomes a chip that's embedded into the skull at birth. Parents have the option to give their kids a chip, and they have their an option to uh, give their kids a a certain level of chip. Rich families can put the Rolls Royce of chips in their kid's head. The government will give a government-issue standard chip to the middle class and the lower class. Or if you want to buy a more advanced chip, it's put in your head right underneath the skin in your skull. And it's the size of, uh, you know, the head of a pin. You don't even know it. They probably just shoot it in with some kind of needle injection device like they, they you see on Star Trek. They put it right, right inject it through that soft, tender baby meat. <laughs> Shut up, Junior. I just uh, gave you the, I know what you gave me. I'm reading your thoughts right now, Dad. Listen, listen to me. I'm talking. I read how to talk before you could even get the your statement out. Are you sassing me, Junior? Oh, yeah, I'm sassing you, Dad. And what about that stack of Hustler magazines up in your closet underneath your socks? Okay, Junior. So uh, that's where I think it'll go. It's going to, you know, cell phones are going to be gone. All this stuff is going to be, all this stuff is going to be able to uh, come to you through, through brain signals. And you're like, oh yeah, right, Williams. Yeah, go. I want you to play this this podcast in uh, twenty years, twenty five years, and see if there's any truth to what I just said. It's alarming, and 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 it it can be really good and cool and make our lives easier, or it could be it could be incre- incredibly creepy and big brotherish and government mind controlish and. You know, there's always the bad with the good, but but this is this is the beginning. And what's scary about the time we live in now, flirtle nergens and blargle bligans, is that as outrageous as this story is right now, things are moving at such a rapid rate with with advances in technology that even this story will probably pale in comparison to a story that's just about to come out around the corner in the next few weeks, the next few months. It's moving fast, man. Stuff is moving fast. Okay? For those of you that wondered if we're we're getting into that futuristic world um, that we all envisioned, where people float and fly and turn invisible and, yeah, yeah, it's it's it we're we're in it. We're in the the beginning stages of it and it's just it's going to keep blossoming. And it's either going to make us better and help us or it's going to kill us. 
But, I mean, I read an article last year where they, they, they've invented a camera. I think I talked about it on the show. They invented a camera that can take pictures around corners. I read something last year where scientists made something go invisible for, like, a fourth of a second. Which, again, is uh, the beginning of something that they will just expand on. Wow. But most of you probably already knew this because you're reading my brain right now. In fact, let's let's go into my brain right now. I, I'm going to put a brain helmet on, and I want you all to hear what's in my brain right now. Here, Roger, hand me that brain helmet. Yeah, here we go. Thank you. Okay, here I go. I'm putting the brain helmet on. You shall be able to hear what's in my head in three, two, one. Have a listen. Okay, okay. Roger. Okay. Shut it off. Roger, shut it off. That's not what I'm thinking. Roger. Oh, God. Shut it off. Shut, shut, take it off. Take it off. What is the matter? When I, when I wave to you through the glass, you, you, take, you take it off. That wasn't what I was thinking. Obviously, this one's defective. Where'd they get this one? Walmart? Okay, let, let's... Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was thinking about some mathematical equations. What? No, not the 69. I was thinking about space exploration, things like that. I don't know. This thing, This thing's faulty or something. Take it back, Roger. Take it back to... Purdue or Yale or wherever the hell you got it. Totally inaccurate. Uh, but anyways, folks, it's coming. This stuff's coming around the corner. Uh, I hope you're ready for it. You get, get your head cleaned out. Get your thoughts right. Because if you don't, we're going to know about it real, real soon. What? Wow, this is exciting. Really? We we've, we've got her. Okay, gang, this is uh this is very exciting here at the Harland Highway. As you know, um the royal baby, uh baby George was born uh very recently. Uh just a few months old this little toddler. And we've been pressing and pressing the royal palace over in London to uh talk to uh somebody over there about the uh, new arrival, the new royal baby. And uh, it sounds like we finally got through to the queen. And is is she on? Oh, good. Okay, let's patch her through, ladies and gentlemen. This is a this is a scoop right here. Uh, queen Elizabeth. Uh, I think we're one of the first podcasts to talk to her since the uh, birth of baby George. Are you there, Your Majesty? Hello, Holland. It's Queen Elizabeth. How are you, darling? Oh my goodness, Your Majesty. Uh, what what an honor. To talk to you, you must be uh, just beaming. I'm sorry? Uh, beaming, Your Majesty? What does that mean, beaming? Like a flashlight? Well, no, not like a... Like, just you're, you're happy about the baby? Oh, yes, the baby. That little bundle of joy. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe it. Earlier this morning, he spread diarrhea all over the royal tapestry. Uh, oh, What? Oh, it's like it's like a little it's like a little sea cucumber. He just squirts all over the place, out of every little hole on his body. If he's not squeezing diarrhea all around, he's spewing 
Schnortberg is all over the place. He's shooting golden royal tinkle into the chandeliers. He's barfing up waffles and royal pablum all over the royal Persian rugs. He's just a regular little shitstorm. Your Majesty, I'm... Oh, but we do love the little bundle of joy. Baby George, he is. Yes, baby George. And uh, first of all, congratulations, your uh, majesty, on the baby. Oh, goodness gracious, I'm 89 years old. I didn't have the little bastard. I mean, for God's sake, my vaginal walls are drier than the Mojave Desert in the middle of a dust storm, my child. Whoa, 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 your, your majesty. Oh, yes, my, my vaginal walls haven't seen moisture since the dawn of the 15th century. Good Lord, uh, we don't know if we need to know that. My meat flappers are so dry, if they sneeze too hard, they'd snap right off, Ireland. Oh, my God, too much information. Ah, uh, but we are very, very, very... Just a wonderful, wonderful baby with two beautiful eyes and a little button nose and a little, little ruby red mouth and teensy red cheeks. Oh, he just sounds like a dream come true. Oh, he's absolutely wonderful. In fact, he's feeding right now. Oh, he's he's he's, he's feeding right now? Yes, I have him right here on my chest and he's... Sucking away. I'm sorry? He's sucking away on my royal tootie nanny. Your royal tootie nanny? Oh, yes. He's just sucking like a little baby guinea pig on a bottle. It's just unbelievable the way this little bastard sucks on my hook-a-nanny. Hook-a-nanny? Wait a minute. Are you telling me that you're breastfeeding baby George? Well, of course I am. I mean, everyone needs a rest from time to time, you know. I mean, I can't expect the little George's mother to be breastfeeding all the time. I mean, royal breasts only hold so much milk, you know. Wait a minute. You 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 just said you're almost 90 years old? Yes, that's right. How can you possibly be breastfeeding? Why would you possibly be, be breastfeeding at your age? Well, for one, it feels good. I've got to tell you that much. It feels fucking dynamite. I'll tell you that much. Okay, easy, easy. And secondly, I've got more milk stored up in these royal milk jugs than a camel has water crossing the Sahara Desert. Ah! Stop. What is wrong with you? Why are you screaming? I shouldn't scream. I'll wake the baby up. Are you telling me he's feeding while he's asleep? Well, that's the only way I could get this shriveled prune bag in his mouth. He's not that stupid, you know. Oh, my God. This sounds very, very inappropriate, uh, Your Highness. Well, look, I've raised many children on my own. You know I raised Prince Charles. Well, yes, I think that was the only one. Oh, believe me, there were others in some of those tropical islands we visited. Don't think I wasn't in a grass hutch with the full moon over my head and a 
couple of cabana boys servicing the royal porthole, as they say. Oh, my God, your highness. Oh, I've got needs just like any other woman does. Believe me, there are some illegitimate royals roaming around under the coconut trees. Oh, God, your highness. So don't tell me I don't know about babies. I've had Prince Charles and who knows how many other ones. Oh, uh, well, uh, that's a little uh, more than we wanted to hear about, your highness. Well, it looks like the little fuckers just shit themselves again. I better run off and get the garden hose and spray him down. What do you mean, spray him down? Shouldn't you be giving him a little sponge bath? Oh, not likely. Do you remember the scene in Rambo? I'm sorry, Rambo? Yes, remember that movie with Sylvester Stallone, First Blood? Yes, of course I do. Do you remember there was a scene where they caught him running around in the mountains, and they finally captured him, and they brought him to the sheriff's station? Yes, the sheriff's station. And they stripped all his clothes off. Nice buttocks, by the way. Sly. Okay, your majesty, you're in your 90s. I don't give a crap. He's got the kind of ass I'd suck a royal omelet off of it. Oh, my God. What are you getting at? Well, there's this scene where they get Sylvester Stallone to the sheriff's station, and they take off all his clothes, and they spray him down with a fire hose. Do you remember? Yes, I remember. It was the police were abusing him. They they had this high-powered fire hose, and they're blasting him. That's what I do to the royal baby when he shits his royal diarrhea all over the royal palace. Okay, take it easy. I can't take it easy. There's royal gravy all over my crown. How in the name of holy... Okay, Roger, get her off. Hang up. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. Stop screaming, your majesty. Stop it! Hang up on her! Holy shit! And I don't usually use colorful language on this show, Roger, but what is wrong with that woman? Holy shit! She's, uh, she, oh my god, hang up that phone. She, she's breastfeeding uh, Kate and William's child while they're away? Instead of using baby wipes, she's blasting the little, little George with a full-on fire hose? She's screaming, and uh, I don't, I'm a little concerned. Well, we've we've got to phone back uh, later, you know, in in a few days and follow up on this, man. It's like that poor baby thinks he's getting some some nice fresh breast milk, probably got a mouthful of cottage cheese. Oh, God. Big chunks of rancid. Oh, good Lord. All right, let's uh, let's uh, oh, let's go to a commercial, Roger, and let's clean this up, and uh, we'll be right back. Oh God! Fresh is a walk through the woods on an early spring morning. Fresh is a gentle breeze that takes you by surprise. Fresh is simple with summer's eve. 
the most convenient disposable douche you can buy. This exclusive one-piece unit means there's nothing to assemble. And it's available in two fragrances, or vinegar and water. The solution doctors recommend. With Summer's Eve, freshness has never been simpler. Oh, God, Roger, I still got the, the, the shivers from that queen de- deal. Oh, anyways, let's move on to something more, uh, more, uh, I don't know, more fun. And uh, what could be more fun than a sitcom? And uh, I, I want to tell you guys, uh, and sadly, this is just for my Canadian listeners. Um, I have a brand new sitcom coming out on, uh, let's see, I believe it is September... 30th, I want to say. Yeah, September 30th, uh, 8.30 on City TV across Canada. It's called Package Deal. And I know I talked about this a few months ago. We were originally supposed to launch in June, but uh, they changed up the scheduling and all this and that. And now we're going to be released uh, during the fall lineup, which is actually a better thing. So uh, Package Deal... It is a uh, a show, a sitcom about me and my two brothers, and we're overly close. We're overly, it's kind of like if you do something with one brother, you get all three brothers. Package deal. And I play the oldest brother, Sheldon, on the show. And it's a lot of fun. If you're up in Canada, please check it out. Tell your friends to check it out. Uh, very excited about it. I think it came out really good. And uh, City TV, 8.30s on Monday, package deal. Um, and then what else can I tell you about? Uh, I want to tell you about something else that is new that uh, is really cool. And we're going to be putting up a guest uh, sampling of this show for you. It's a, uh, it's a brand new podcast that I don't, I'm not uh, talking on it, but I'm producing it. And uh, if you like the movies the way I do, I think you'll really love this new podcast that uh, we're launching. It officially launched this week, and uh, it's a great podcast. It's called Getting Juicy at the Movies with Donna and Julie. And um, and I put up a, a sampling of it. A lot of you might have heard it. Um but uh I I hope you uh I hope you uh take a take a listen. It's basically uh, it comes from uh I was at a movie theater in the Midwest and these two uh middle-aged housewives were going on and on about movies before the movie started. They were sitting in the theater just chattering up a storm about movies and and I I found myself laughing and so I approached them after the movie and said, hey, my name's Harland, and uh, how would you guys like to, to, you know, chit-chat about movies and review movies on your own podcast? And they didn't really know what I was talking about, but I, you know, I got talking to them, and we exchanged information, and and here it is. Uh, It's called Getting Juicy at the Movies with Donna and Julie. They review movies and talk about life, and it's it's a whole lot of fun. And uh, I invite you uh, to take a listen to it, um, tell your friends about it, uh, pass it on. Uh, if you don't personally like it, someone else might like it. Or if you do like it, please uh, pass it around. And uh, and uh, if you, especially if you love the movies, I think you'll love uh, these ladies, Donna and Julie, and their take on the movies. So check it out. I posted one. 
Some of you probably got it and were like, what the hell is this? What's this on Harlan's uh, podcast network? Um, but uh, it's uh, it's worth a listen, and I'd uh, love to hear your feedback. You can uh, call me at uh, 323-739-4330 and tell me what you think, or you can write me at uh, harlanwilliams.com where you can also see uh, my store full of uh, merchandise and uh, look at my new comedy schedule. I might be coming to a town near you. Now that summer's over, I'm ramping up to do uh, a bunch of shows. And speaking of which, I will be in Chicago, in Schaumburg, uh, just a suburb just outside of Chicago at the Improv, September 12th through the 15th. Uh, that's going to be great. And then the following weekend, I'll be in Knoxville, Tennessee. I've not done a show there before. I'll be there uh, Thursday, September 19th to the 21st. You can go to harlowwilliams.com and uh, buy your tickets online, take a look around, see what time the shows are, all that stuff. Uh, so there it is. Uh, make sure you check out Package Deal, my new sitcom in Canada only. Sorry, American friends. But hopefully it makes it down here someday. Uh, it's City TV, 8.30s on Mondays. And then uh, we will be uh, grooving it out uh, in Chicago and Knoxville, Tennessee over the next few weeks. And uh, don't forget to listen to the new podcast I'm producing, Getting Juicy at the Movies with Donna and Julie. Hope you enjoy, guys. Thanks for being here. My apologies uh, for the queen. And uh, until next time, chicken chow mein, baby.